This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, February 8th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. It's winter going into spring, and that means it's budget time in Anne Arundel County, and County Executive Stuart Pittman is preparing to do his. He will be hosting seven town hall meetings starting at the end of February, so residents can really give recommendations on how and where to spend their money. Each meeting is going to include that district's council member, regardless of party. And in a statement, Pittman said, these will be very different from anything this county has ever seen. We will post it online in a user-friendly format, the same information that I use to put together the budget. The county does plan to live stream each meeting on Facebook, and the meetings will all take place in schools from 6 to 8 p.m. Now here is the schedule. Listen up. Wednesday, February 27th, it's District 7 at Southern High School. Thursday, March 5th, District 4 at Arundel High. Thursday, March 7th, District 2 at Glen Burnie High. Tuesday, March 12th, District 3 at Northeast High. Wednesday, March 20th, District 1, Lindale Middle School. Tuesday, March 26th, District 5, Severna Park High. And finally, Thursday, March 28th, District 6, Annapolis High. And I do recommend you go to one of those. If you've never met your county councilman, that's a perfect time to do it. And this is all in preparation for the budget, which Pittman does need to submit to the county council by May 1st. The various state police barracks across Maryland have been inundated with reports of phone scams, including one yesterday where the scammer actually cloned the number of one of their state police barracks with the caller ID showing Maryland state government. Most of these calls will identify themselves as from the police department, the Social Security Administration, the IRS, usually demanding personal information and sometimes even money. Some scammers will call and tell the victim that their computers have been infected and if you give them $2,000 in gift cards, they'll fix the issue. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Don't fall for any of this stuff. No government agency will ever call you asking for your social security number, asking you to go to Target and get a gift card or anything like that. If the police want you, they're going to come and get you. If the IRS wants you, they're going to come and get you. They're not going to give you a call and give you one more chance. If you do receive one of these calls, the state police are recommending that you simply hang up and then call the local state police barrack or your local police department and report the call. Got some good news for residents and businesses of Ellicott City. The county has installed a warning system against future threats of flooding. It's set up along historic Main Street, and it's a 120-decibel siren that will blast out to notify patrons and business owners and residents of flash flood warnings from the National Weather Service. If you'll remember, two fatal floods in less than two years devastated Main Street in Ellicott City. The first was in July of 2017, followed by a second one in May of 2018. If you've ever had a burning desire to see Jeff Bezos' penis, keep your eye on the National Enquirer. The National Enquirer is actually blackmailing Bezos. Apparently, they have some naked selfies of him. Uh, They describe it as a below-the-belt selfie and also two of him in tight boxer briefs and another one wearing only a towel, as well as several revealing photos of Lauren Sanchez, who's a former TV anchor with whom he had an affair when he was married to his wife. This all comes about after the tabloid published a story about his extramarital affair last month. Bezos ordered a team of private investigators to get to the bottom of how the Enquirer obtained risque texts between him and his lover. 
And Bezos published a very long blog post on Medium.com detailing these extortion attempts. And he had said that he decided to publish the emails sent to his team rather than capitulate to extortion and blackmail, despite the personal cost and embarrassment they may threaten. Kind of an interesting world we live in. Sad news for baseball fans. Former Baltimore Orioles legend and former Nationals manager Frank Robinson died yesterday at the age of 83. As a player, he was a force of nature on the field. He ranked 10th on baseball's all-time home run list with 586. He was the only player to win an MVP award in both the National and American Leagues. He was a top-notch National League power hitter during the 60s with the Cincinnati Reds and a key cog in the 61 National League Championship team. He later won baseball's Triple Crown with the Orioles in 66, and he helped lead the O's to World Championships in 66 and 1970. He's remembered as being the only player to ever hit a ball out of the park at Baltimore's Memorial Stadium. And if there was one moment that would define his life, it'd be in 1975 when he was named the player manager of the Cleveland Indians, thus becoming the first African-American manager in Major League Baseball, 1975. Robinson managed the O's from 88 to 91, and he made his debut in D.C. at 2005 as the first manager of the Washington Nationals. In September of 2006, the Nationals decided not to renew his contract. The baseball world is a little bit more empty today. If you're following the Virginia saga, this is just absolutely unbelievable. It gets worse and worse each day. Governor Ralph Northam, a Democrat, in 1984, he either posed in a KKK robe or in blackface. Or maybe he didn't. He said he did, and now he says he doesn't. Lieutenant Governor Justin Fairfax. In 2004, he is being accused of a sexual assault in a hotel room by Vanessa Tyson at the Democratic National Convention. He said he went for a walk with her to the hotel room, and it was consensual. She said she followed him to the hotel room, had a consensual kiss, and then he threw her on the bed and forced her to do oral sex. Third in line, Attorney General Mark Harry. Yeah, he came out and admitted that he dressed in blackface, too. And while not next in line, Virginia Senate Minority Leader Tommy Norman, apparently in 1968, he was the editor of the yearbook, which had a lot of blackface and a lot of racial slurs and everything else throughout that. Virginia is one hot mess. Now, if those top three people for the governor, the governor, lieutenant governor, and the attorney general somehow lose their job, voted out, resign, the job will go to Republican House Speaker Kirk Cox. Virginia, you have now officially overtaken Florida as far as nutty states. Okay, that is about it for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. We never know what's going to come down the pike. It is Friday, so you want to hang tight because we've got a list of things to do for this weekend. Of course, we've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just a minute, right after we hear a little bit from Union Jacks. Baltimore native and hard rock icons, Kicks, have added a second show this Sunday at Union Jacks in Annapolis. Doors open at 4 p.m. for dinner. General admission and VIP tickets are available. VIP includes a meet and greet before the show. Don't miss platinum selling Kicks. This Sunday at Union Jacks in Annapolis. For tickets and more info, go to unionjacksannapolis.com. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. 
Hey everyone, this is George with DMD Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, February 8th. Today will be a transition day back into wintertime for Annapolis and all of Anne Arundel County as a cold front moves through from the west, bringing a small chance of scattered AM showers while giving the boot to above average temps in the first half of the day and replacing them with gusty PM winds up to 40 miles per hour at times and overnight lows then in the 20s. From there, it'll be a cold but dry weekend ahead with highs in the 30s each day and lows in the upper teens to lower 20s when we wake up Sunday morning. And then a period of active weather will move in late Sunday evening overnight into Monday with what should be a minimal chance of some snow or a mix of rain or snow overnight into Monday morning with a higher chance of some wintry precip Monday night into Tuesday morning as a low-pressure center moves in fairly close to the region from the west-southwest. Stay tuned for updates on this threat as the weekend progresses, but plan on a definite return of colder temps later today through next week. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there despite the return of cold air. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Imagine your child saying, Guess what I learned in school today? At St. Andrews, it happens every day. We asked Emma and Lawson why. We grow winter greens in our garden to make smoothies. Second graders are the chicken checkers, and our eighth graders take care of our goats. Our classes are the perfect size, which means we get to know each other well. And our teachers know us. Visit St. Andrews Day School's Open House, Friday, March 8th from 9 to 11 a.m. Or call 410-266-0952 for a tour. Every weekend, there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit ionanapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend. Thank God it's It is Friday. Head on over to themarylandcrabs.com and check out our latest crab cake. It's our monthly little beer thing. And we had a real good sneak peek into what's coming down for the weekend on St. Patrick's Day. Actually, it's not St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be on March 9th and 10th. So you want to give that a listen. It's got some good information there. But for this weekend, it is the Annapolis Warehouse Sale. This is on Saturday, February 9th. It's going to be hosted by Rabin and five others at the Lightbox Studio, which is at 209 West Street on the first floor a great location. They will have an assortment of a lot of local boutiques for a semi-annual Annapolis Warehouse sale. You're going to have Scout and Molly's. You're going to have Mr. Scherfel here, a pop-up shop, Mango in Maine, Wheat USA, Adrian Floral Design, Tin Lizzie, and more. This is free. It gets underway from 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. at the Lightbox Studio, again at 209 West Street in Annapolis, right across the street from the Lighthouse Bistro and right around the corner from the Knighton Garage where there's great convenient parking. Also Saturday, if you are a fan of vinyl records, there is a grand opening of a new vinyl store. We just lost the one up in Towson, Record and Tape Traders, which really only left the Kachunk Records on Maryland Avenue in the immediate area. But now, Vintage Vinyl is coming from Lewis, Delaware to 1244 Ritchie Highway in Arnold. And this is just up the road from like the Safeway and everything else there. They're having their grand opening from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. tomorrow, featuring new and used records. And they were in business for five years in Lewis, Delaware and they are ready to come to Anne Arundel County with a vengeance. And we can all get behind a little bit more vinyl here. 
Tomorrow afternoon at the Pitt Moyer Rec Center from 2 to 5, it is the One Annapolis Health and Fitness Fair. This is an initiative presented by the City of Annapolis. It is free to attend, and it's the Mayor's Office is in a partnership with the Chesapeake Children's Museum, which will have a free fitness fair for all city residents to interact directly with local health and fitness providers. Do you love your dog? Would you love a painting with your dog? Again, on tomorrow at Dogwood Acres, it is a Paint Your Pet event, and it goes from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Tickets are available at whatsupticks.com. You can eat, you can drink, and you paint a picture of your dog. Charm City Art is coming down there, and you bring a picture of your dog. They will create a template specifically for you, and you can turn your photograph of Fido into a masterpiece that will look just absolutely beautiful hanging over your mantle. And the cost is $60 per person. And, hey, the dogs are worth it. Sunday night, the 80s band Kicks is going to be at Union Jacks. They brought them back for a second night. They have a sold-out night on Saturday, but this is Sunday, and there are a few tickets still available. The show gets underway at 8 p.m. with the opener. Kicks will take the stage at 9. The doors do open at 4 p.m., and you can get tickets at unionjacksannapolis.com. And that's about it for the weekend. Whatever you do, make sure you do it safely, and we will see you on Monday. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.